Alan, yeah, thank you. Um, it's great to be able to get an opportunity to come on. And good news about Tigger the Cat being found again. That's uh, it's great. I'm in animal welfare. I'm interested in animal welfare. Um, is Kevin participating in a debate, or is he going to speak after me? Uh, just so that I understand. I think he, he'll listen to what you have to say and maybe address any points you have to make. Yeah, it's a pity that we can't debate this properly rather than um, NS2040 um, is a private company uh, with a single shareholder, Clare County Council, and um, they engaged a private PR company to uh, support them in, the, in how they're getting their messaging out. Um, first of all, I'd like to welcome the public engagement next week. I would hope that people that, you know, who are listening to this programme will engage with this because as uh, elected representative of people from uh, the Ennis District and also of, of County Clare and that um, I've been kept in the dark of the content and the detail of what's proposed. Ennis um, 2040 has engaged a lot with TY students and secondary school students, which is great. And um, I think the timing of one of the engagements at 3 o'clock next Tuesday will encourage a lot of um, uh, teenage students to attend that and um, it's important that they do attend but it's important that all age groups attend because this is quite a serious uh, proposal and um, from what I saw yesterday as a kind of a, a glossy briefing which showed very little detail was that they might be um, trying to put the Abbey Street project into an overall view um, for the post office field for Penn Street Car Park, the Taxi Rank and Francis Street. I would ask people to focus on the Abbey Street proposal and how that um, is going to impact on our civic space there. And how is it going to impact on the civic space? What, 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 what issues do you have with this proposal redevelopment? Very good. So 2.2 million has been spent um, on consultants and planning and design work um, in the last year, year and a half um, on these four sites. Unfortunately, nearly a year ago, when Councillor Pat Daly, the current mayor, I and Councillor Tom O'Callaghan asked that MS2040 would relook um, at its proposals for um, Abbey Street Car Park and Parnell Street Car Park in the tax rank, we were voted down as an municipal district. Four voted against our proposal, the three of us voted for it. Since then, a public meeting was held in May, 200 people turned up, and a save in a town, a voluntary non-political organisation was set up. Uh, 3,700 petitions were signed. A peaceful march went to the council asking that they refrain from taking away NSF town centre civic space and removing 128 car parking spaces when the town is in serious deficit. Just to speak about the proposal, um, the proposal that I saw, um, nice computer-generated um, images of the facade, is a three-storey uh, grey building. It looks quite attractive, and I welcome any development in NS, but this is in the wrong location. Uh, NS2040, according to the management objectives that we adopted, was to look at uh, focusing NS in a strong enterprise retail destination and revitalisation of unused properties and sites. So the four properties that will probably be shown next week, um, and Kevin can explain when those meetings have been held and where they are, will talk about Post Office Field, Taxi Rank, and Parnell Street, Abbey Street, and Francis Street. I welcome two of those. The two that I don't welcome is Abbey Street and um, Parnell Street and the removal of the Taxi Rank. And there's a number of serious reasons. One of them is I'm being told that there'll be 200 staff in the development in Abbey Street uh, area, I was told there was 100 staff. I've been told that there'll be 20,000 extra customers coming for that um, building. 
And if you divide that into seven days, that's uh, 3,000 people a day who are coming there. Um, there is no car parking provision for the 100 or 200 staff, whatever number they come up with. There's no car parking for the 3,000 customers a day that come in there. We know from council research that 77% of shoppers um, and people who use dentists, pharmacies, doctors, solicitors, accountants, in Ennis, 77% travel by car to Ennis. Now, Johnny, can I just put the point to you that the, the Ennis Town bus service is expected to come on stream in early 2025. Will that not help cope with the loss of, of any parking spaces? I suppose Ennis has been very fortunate in having had a fantastic public transport service from the local taxi companies and taxi operators. And they have done a great job through COVID and for the last 30 or 40 years. The town bus service, which um, I've been advocating for to support the work of the taxi service, um, will have two sometime next year, uh, east, west, north, south. So let's accept that. Uh, um, half of those shoppers that travel by car get out of the car and uh, use the bus. That's still 1,000 shoppers have to be served with no car park. And the businesses that existed around the Abbey Street car park who use 128 spaces are going to lose those spaces. Um, people, some of my fellow councillors are telling me I'm not open-minded, that I'm not um, ambitious enough and that I'm not capable of looking to the future. Anybody who knows me knows that I welcome development with open arms as long as in the right location, it's environmentally sustainable and that it is good for the town and the district and the county. So yeah, I can't understand... I'll give you an example. As a consulting engineer for a number of years before I uh, went into politics, um, I was involved in the design team that developed the Carrie Dunn building and the hostel and the, um, a bookshop on, uh, on the edge of Abbey Street. Beautiful buildings. They were charged multiple hundreds of thousands by the council for car parking. The Rome Street Hostel was charged, I understand, something in the order of 250000 car parking by the council because none of those buildings could provide it themselves. 150 bed hostel, a fantastic restaurant before COVID and all that. And now the council is going to whip out those car parks that they've charged on the businesses around Abbey Street. 128 spaces but to whip them out after charging them. Providing none and providing none for the new building. Okay, I, I'm sorry to jump in, Johnny, but the, the line isn't great, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, and the loss of car parking spaces is a significant issue for you. Ju- ju- just before I let you go, will you be attending the public events? I know you, you feel you haven't, um, I suppose you and, and other councils haven't been uh, fully kept informed of the plans. Will you be attending the public events and uh, to uh, address, hopefully to get your concerns addressed or to present them to the relevant people? Yeah, I would hope so, but I'm at a uh, short briefing yesterday. It appears as if these aren't concept, but they're virtually final um, designs, which is disappointing. So this, this, um, I hope this isn't just a charade of having consultation, but um, that it's a done deal, you know. And I would encourage people to attend. It's very, very important. This is a civic, med- it's a medieval town with an important public space where we've had flowers, we've had uh, Christmas markets, we've had free gig rigs down there, we've had the hurling uh, welcoming it is very important um, imagine a 40 foot um, truck coming up over uh, Clubbridge to deliver 
to the back of this big, huge new building inside in the car park. Um, you know, everybody is watching Penny's a fantastic series on television. And you can see that these are large anchor tenants and they have to get deliveries on large, you know, it's, it's madness, I, I believe. There's loads of other sites that could have been used. Okay. Um, the Boys National site is idle. It should be developed up there. Okay. Uh, well, I'll, we, we, we'll put those uh, questions to Kevin. Johnny, we have to leave it there. As I said, line is uh, not fantastic, unfortunately. Uh, Councillor Johnny Flynn, Finnegal Councillor for the Ennis Municipal District there. And uh, as I mentioned earlier, we're joined in studio by the COO, Chief Operating Officer of Ennis 2040, uh, Kevin Corrigan. Uh, Kevin, uh, good morning to you. Thanks for coming in. Um, number of issues raised there but Johnny I suppose maybe just that latter point there about the public consultation or public engagement process that's going to be uh, happening uh, that he feels the plans it's almost a fait accompli and that um, he used the word charade is that the case will any concerns or issues that the public have with uh, particularly the proposed redevelopments of Abbey Street Car Park will they be taken on board? Uh, morning, Alan. Um, absolutely, we're really looking forward to this um, uh, public engagement, and we've gone to um, uh, the nth degree to make sure this is a meaningful. So we, we're having it in three locations um, uh, in the Temple Gate next Tuesday between uh, three and seven to make sure people can get there after work. And we're also doing one in Bearfield um, on Wednesday between uh, six and eight, and then on Thursday in Clare Castle between uh, seven and nine. So we're trying to make sure that everyone has a chance to go and. Um, and uh, have a look at it and then there's uh, multiple means for them to make submissions on it and uh, have um, have their say on it uh, through websites through the Have You Say website in Clare County Council and we'll have people can make comments um, and uh, complete forms when they're on site as well at the public consultations we don't want to be putting words in people's mouths. You know, it, it is it is a concept design, but it's it's more than a little more than a concept design. Um, uh, in order to show it off to its best um, uh, best capacity, sometimes concept sketches um, raise more questions than answers. Um, so we went a little further and took the time um, uh, to do that, so that we would have answers to questions around deliveries, etc. But ultimately, I suppose what we really need to look, focus on here is this is about the future. It's not about how things used to be done. And how things are done right now so we're talking about two or three years down the line before we get on site and their planning processes and, and, and planning submissions and obviously we won't be making a planning submission until we've collated all the comments um, so we've got to we've got to look at what's going to be happening in two or three years time or four or five years time when this opens and things are changing rapidly and the way we used to do things is not the way we're going to be doing things but, but it sounds and you know as, as Johnny says the way we used to do things you mentioned is not the way we'll be doing things but uh, I get the sense that people are still, the majority of people, as Johnny said, are going to drive. They're going to want to drive into Ennis. He made the point that part of what uh, this has been, uh, one of the positives that uh, has been mentioned in relation to the redevelopment, the proposed redevelopment of Avery Street Car Park, Kevin, is, you know, bringing in extra jobs and extra footfall. But Johnny makes the point, a very relevant point, that all those extra people town how where are they going to park where are they you know where where will they be able to leave their car and if they can't find the parking spaces are you really going to hit that extra footfall figure absolutely we will hit that that extra footfall figure and the figures he, he was quoting were incorrect so we've an environmental or an economic impact assessment which was done by economists in acom uh, dr Catherine murray and her team which showed that uh, the uh, abbey street development uh, through their anal- economic analysis would create 140 um, jobs uh, so we had estimated 100 uh, earlier on in our in our earlier, but uh, we're not experts, and they are. Um, so, 
I suppose what we've got to look at is that the days of all staff members parking outside the door of their shop, uh, which is what's currently happening um, down in Abbey Street car park. So 60% of the capacity of that car park is taken up by permit holders. Um, they might have to walk a little bit further, but there will be car parks, uh, alternative car parking sites found on the peripheries of the town centre. And when I say peripheries, I mean within minutes walk, and, and that's under underway by Clare County Council as we speak. The Carlow um, uh, Town Bus Service uh, commenced there not so long ago. Um, and in their first month, they, were, uh, they had 10,000 passengers um, in their first month. Um, we're looking at something like that for Ennis in 2025. You, you expect that kind of quick transformational transition. That's you, do you think uh, the people will move en masse from cars to, to bus? Well, if it's handy and it's a good service and it's regular and they're talking about having it every 30 minutes, that it will. There's cycle lanes, there's millions going to be invested in active travel. There's pedestrian um, uh, there's pedestrian um, uh, uh, measures that will make it far easier to walk around the town and we're in our economic impact assessment we wanted to show the big picture which is looking at the four projects as a unison uh, which will have a boardwalk all the way from um, Abbey Street Car Park up into Harvey's Quay and across to the post office field where there'll be a raised boardwalk crossing across that into a kind of a parkland but all of that there's greenways coming in there's active travel sites What about the point that Johnny was making and others have made that it's not the right side for it? Um, well where else if you can't build on the outside of the town centre uh, and the other sites he was mentioning are all in private ownership. Um, where, where else do you build? You know, this type of development, um, it's, it's the council stimulating economic development to try and drive jobs and, ec- and economic benefit into, uh, into the town centre. Um, so it's it's it something has to be done. If we do nothing, things are changing rapidly around us. And in ten years' time, everyone will be shouting, "Well, why didn't we?" You're expe- the extra thousands in footfall uh, on a weekly basis that you're expecting. I mean, if, and you mentioned the, the the bus service in Carlow and the, lots of people transitioning to that. The Ennistown bus service is expected to come on stream in early 2025, but it's yes. not a hundred percent. So, yeah. which uh, would be ahead of us actually um, breaking ground. Okay. You, you are hopeful that it will come in and will be up, fully up and running uh, quite for a considerable period of time at the time yes, three car parks will develop. Yeah, and you'll have active travel projects as well. So, you know, at the moment uh, we have uh, we have traffic monitors in the in the town centre. At the moment we're driving 140,000 cars through our town centre a month. Um, that has serious health benefits, serious air, 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 serious deficits. It has it has air quality deficits. Um, so things have to change if we were to have a sustainable town centre. And this NS2040 vision, which Clare County Council had the vision to do um, in 2018, is trying to position the town to look down the track at, at how that's going to work and to position that infrastructure. Infrastructure is a very slow-moving um, uh, item. It takes years and years and years to put it in place. Um, so it's not something to start today and expect to have by the end of the year. There, Kevin, there's been, you know, there has been a considerable amount of opposition to the proposed redevelopment. Johnny mentioned the Save Venice Town Group. There's been protests and so on. Are, are, are you expecting um, considerable negative feedback from these public engagement uh, meetings? Or for certainly, I'm sure uh, some of those who have previously protested or, or, or raised concerns are are going to be out and forth. No, absolutely. But we've also had a huge positive feedback um, on our plans as well. Um, you know, we have we have um, uh, talked to a lot of businesses are welcoming this investment. You know, if you have a if you have a, a, a restaurant or a shop or a coffee shop, and all of a sudden your footfall is doubled or tripled outside your shop, 
um, then that has to mean a boon in business for you. If you were to look at the UK and studies across the UK, there's a UK study, a benchmark study called the Pedestrian Pound that showed that when you put in high quality public realm and increase pedestrian through flow, or increase pedestrian penetration through town centres, that you'll get a 40% um, uprise and uplift in in um, in commercial activity in your town centre. Um, they had the same experience in Auckland and New Zealand, Stoke and Trent, uh, exactly the same. So there are myriad of international plans and I understand people are worried it's their livelihoods and they're concerned that change is, is, is going to going to be negative but change can be very positive too and, and I think people need to be open-minded about that and we've, we've had a lot of really positive indications and particularly young people are really, really looking forward to, to a bright future and potential employment and potential housing and, and everything else that goes with this we, we certainly, though, we get plenty of negative comments in relation to this proposed redevelopment. This is just an example of what's coming in on 086-1800-964. So they're building a shopping centre that no one wants. At the moment, Ennis is loved for its lovely independent shops. They're creating a glass walkway to view the river when at the moment uh, one can watch the river uh, in the fresh air. They're taking away the parking. At the moment, there's barely enough. The list goes on. Who's behind the Abbey Street project? Who's pulling the strings? That's just uh, yeah. the kind the kind of messages we get in a relation to it. Yeah, no, no. And, 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 and that's that's fair enough. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. But I think we've got to, we've got to stop this myth that we're a private company, you know, in, in one sentence we're a private company but we're 100% owned by Clare County Council and in other incidents I was in giving them a briefing yesterday all the county councillors. Private companies don't go in and give county councillors briefings uh, off, off, off their own bat. So we're 100% owned, we're working with Clare County Council and we're delivering this on their behalf so we've we've got to stop muddying the waters with this this type of narrative it's, it's unhelpful. Questions on Francis Street site as well, uh, Kieran and Ennis says that that site's still the subject of many unanswered questions, namely why is the DAC involved in building housing on land owned by the council. Maybe Kevin can outline the benefits he sees in the uh, DAC's involvement in the building of these apartments. So um, this is a partnership between Clare County Council. We're delivering it on their behalf to date. So we, we, we procured the design team. There is a housing crisis. There is a huge um, target of housing to be delivered for for um, Ennis to, to meet the need. Um, and so it's all hands to the pump. Anyone who can help um, this is a good news. So, you know, 39 housing units in, in, in Innes Town Centre is a really good news uh, for Innes Town Centre. Um, uh, 48 million investment across four um, of projects, 220 uh, permanent jobs, 526 during the construction. This is all positive news for, for, for Innes. Okay. Um, we do have to leave it there, unfortunately. Time very much against us. Um, lots of views coming in this. I'll continue to share them throughout the show.